there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars figures. Uh, I'm your host, Evan Freeze, or as you know me on Instagram, Mile High Ground, and I'm joined today for this episode focused on Finish the 96 by my fellow SWTVC contributor, John Lindquist. Hello, hello. And... Also today, joined by special guest, Lando Griffin. Hello, everybody. So last week we chatted, uh, or we started our chat about the original 96 Kenner figures, particularly Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, uh, with Tim from Bosk's Bounty. Uh, Today we're doubling our efforts and taking aim at Return of the Jedi and the original Power of the Force line. Uh, John wrote down in his notes here, apologies to droids and Ewoks fans. (laughs) Hasbro, uh, Hasbro has a lot to keep up with these days and uh, when they choose to, including finishing the Rogue One crew, making new figures from The Mandalorian, The Clone Wars, and other new content, and refreshing older figures for newer fans. But they've committed to finishing, uh, they've recommitted to finishing the 96, meaning updating the classic line with modern articulation and sculpting on Kenner, uh, Kenner-inspired cardbacks. So uh, before we jump into that, though, Lando, I'm going to turn this over to you and... Uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and give folks at home a nice little uh, summary of who you are and what you're <laughs> about and what Star Wars collecting is to you. Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks, Evan. Thanks, John, for having me on. And uh, I, yeah, I'm 46. I've been collecting, playing with Star Wars toys since I was six. You know, 1980 was probably my first year of um, getting stuff for Christmas, and uh, I've kind of never let up from it. So um, in the in the 90s and the 2000s, it kind of went from, uh, you know, playing with to collecting. And uh, the, the backbone of my collection is carded figures, whether it's the Kenner figures or the vintage collection. So for me, the vintage collection is it's just nostalgia every day. You know, I, I see something on a peg, hopefully, or get something in the mail. Um, you know, the packaging of the vintage collection for me is really what keeps me in the hobby today. Um, I love the the 96. Um, I will preface this, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big champion of the 96, but it's actually probably my third or fourth sub category of vintage collection. Um, <laughs> what are you, what, <laughs> what outranks it for you? So hands down for me, the number one focus would be original trilogy debut figures, characters, costumes that have never been done in 3.75. Mm-hmm. So for example, skiff guards, Ishi Tib, Tonica Sisters, New Ewoks, you know, a green Imperial Dignitary, things like that. That is by far number one on my list. Number two, um, I would say, you know, definitive updates to figures that have been done over the last 30, 40 years. So, for example, Bespin Escape Leia coming up. Um, I'm really excited about that. It's a, it's a definitive update to the Power of the Jedi version. Yeah, it's uh, been two decades since we got that one. Yeah. So she's overdue. You know, we, We've never had it on uh, this kind of card back, so I'm looking forward to seeing what that card art is. Um, and then, you know, for after that, I would say carry forward figures. So figures from prior lines, the Black Series Legacy, you know, Mosep would be an example. Um, you know, other figures that haven't been in the vintage collection that are definitive versions of those characters. Um, for me, I, right now I'm a carded collector, so the card really talks to me. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I love seeing never before, you know, debut cards, whether it's Bomb Vindum, Vindum you know, from the TVC or, or what have you. Yeah. Um, so after those, you know, 96 original trilogy, you know, fill-ins, um, it's, it's a fun focus to have. For sure. Do you open figures as well? Do you have, uh, are you an opener? I do. So 
I have figures open from you know 1980 to up to 2000 and probably three. Okay. Um, so the the blue saga card, I think I have uh, one loose and one carded up to that point. After 03, I started running out of room. I moved to another house, and I've been really a carded collector since. However, my my end game here is to have a nice diorama wall. Um, so I, I do have doubles of figures that I do plan on taking out and display. Nice. And you do, I've seen some of your great posts on the Facebook group, on John Miko's Facebook group, that show different categories, like all the Rogue One vintage collection figures are all the 96. You did some of those recently, which was really awesome to see that. Yeah, um, I, I love putting together the focuses. And for me, it's kind of a checklist, just a visual for me. I'm a, I'm a very visual person, so, um, and I, I assume others are as well. Um, so, yeah, putting all the Rogue One or the Mandalorian or all the clones together. Um, I think I did one with all the, the Jedi. And, you know, for somebody getting into this, there, there's so many figures in this line. Um, it, it could be overwhelming. And to, to have a focus and have, see a picture there, it's like, oh, okay, those are all the, uh, the prequel figures, you know. I could focus on those or here's all the aliens, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's nice that they have little sub collections within these, within the whole greater vintage collection. Right. Cause now we just saw, yeah, number. So now the numbers are up to VC 192, I guess we saw today. Yeah. In addition so. to multi-packs and everything. So yeah, it's hard to know where to start necessarily. Well, start at one, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what that VC 200 will be. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to give it kind of a special, uh, special figure of some kind. Maybe we'll finally get that Farm Boy Luke update. Uh, you know, VC two hundred. Yeah, could be a Farm Boy Luke. It could be you know another another ninety six figure, right? Obi Wan or um, Han or somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would love personally if it's a Mandalorian Jedi Master Luke. Oh yeah, yes. that'd be awesome. It's current media. It's a core character. It just it would. I think that would speak to everybody. But we'll see. It, it, it's got to be coming out this year, right? That's that's too yeah. good of an idea, Lando. Too good of an idea. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you must not work at Hasbro. <laughs> but so yeah. So today we're going to be talking about one of those sublines, the Vintage Return of the Jedi line. It was by a good margin the largest of all of the four original lines, and has additionally the greatest number of figures already updated in the Vintage collection which uh, ju- that number just increased by three a couple weeks ago with the announcement of three new figures coming this year, the ATST driver, Pop Lou, and Princess Leia Indoor, uh, VC 190, 191, and 192. Um, so we've talked about these on the show before, but these are Walmart exclusives. They're all using mostly old tooling. Um, we've seen the ATST driver a number of times, most recently in 2017. Pop Lou is sort of a repaint of the is it Lumat? Yeah, it's Lumat, correct. So Poplu's a repaint of Lumat with a new headdress and everything. And Princess Leia is the older 2007 figure with a new head, new poncho, and a few things to update her. Um, so what are your thoughts on those figures? Again, for me, as a carded collector, I, I'm happy with Leia. I know she lacks articulation and she's not really, quote, the definitive version nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with ATST driver. Papu, I'm disappointed. I, I, w- I wish they would have used either the legacy head or just sculpted a new head and used the rest of the tooling of Lumat. Yeah, because the body's nice of the Lumat low gray Tebow figure, but you know the head's not quite accurate to the Papu character. Correct. So still, it's nice to see that there's three more coming this year. 
and there's many more uh, in the rumor mill yeah. churning around in there. A couple more, yeah. The number of figures that have been actually updated in Vintage Collection for Return of the Jedi is 19 at the moment, aside from those three. Now, are you including, uh, like, Lando General? Um, no, so that'll be for the... Um, Force. So, yeah, it's confusing because Power of the Force, there was 15 figures. Some people say 17, even though two of those Ewoks were in Return of the Jedi first. Yeah, I say 15. That's correct. <laughs> so most of those figures were from Return of the Jedi. So for the actual original Return of the Jedi line that have been updated to vintage collection standards. There was a Gamorrean Guard, which was repacked in 2019. Admiral Akbar, which is rumored for a repack in 2021. Woof, formerly Klaatu. The Indoor Rebel Commando. Wicket, which was repacked last year. Logray. Han in Trench Coat, which is another rumored repack for this year. B-Wing Pilot. Nikto Skiffguard. Lumat. Emperor's Royal Guard, and we'll get back to that one in a second. Nine Nun. Weakway, Oromarco Pruneface, Princess Leia Bausch, Klaatu Skiffguard, Reyes, Lando Calrissian in Skiffguard Disguise, and Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight. That's a lot. That's a lot to talk about. I just bit off a lot more than I can chew. <laughs> They've done a really good job on getting a lot of Return of the Jedi figures into the line, is basically what that means. Um, I'm pretty happy with all of them, I think. Do you think any of those need uh, updates? Are you just happy to have them on the card? Or for me, I, I'm happy to have them on the card. I would not, for me, I would not waste a slot um, updating any of those. You know, I'd rather do something else. Well, good news—they're wasting three slots on a couple of those, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, one of them is Han in the trench coat, which that figure was first released in the Vintage Saga collection in 2006, based based on the legs from the 2004 uh, A New Hope Han. They gave him a new head, and they gave him a new trench coat over the years. They've released him in a vintage collection proper in 2011, re-released him in Black Series, Walmart exclusive in 2015-16, and he's probably coming back with Photoreal. That's one I would update, frankly. So it's, in one of these cases, uh, the Emperor's Royal Guard, it had a different film-out image than the original version, which the original version, I believe, was more in the um, throne room, whereas the update was more in the Death Star hangar. So what do you feel on that sort of thing? What's your opinion on that sort of thing? Should they update it to modern standards with a better picture or should they kind of stick to the original when they can? You know, I like them both. Um, I, I have the original on a card. Um, they're, they're great side by side. Um, mm. But the re-release, I, I would like it to go back to the old school. I know they're not going to do that. They are, they do, you know, they don't update the front of the cards for these uh, fan, fan uh, focus specialty waves, right? Yeah. Fan channel, which they update the backs of the cards, so it, it frustrates me. Things like the TIE Fighter pilot, they, they can't get the right movie on that. Should have been on Empire. Yeah. You know, if it were me, I'd be putting these fan channel on, like, Power of the Force cards or something like that, just to maximize your, your buyers, right? Yeah. To do something a little different. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got me with the photo reel on the Emperor's Royal Guard. It's nice to have Emperor's Royal Guard. I mean, it's a great figure. What do you like on the card back? Which one do you like more? I like the new one, but I would prefer, especially since they're doing it again, I think the original one was fine. And um, we talked about this on the uh, on the last week's show, but some of the original vintage card backs had like artwork, you know, paintings or airbrushed, airbrushed images, right. like Walrus Man and um, some of the Ewoks, like their trees are weirdly airbrushed. Yep. But the Emperor's Royal Guard, that figure, it's, it's a good photo. Like it still looks good today. I don't know if Lucasfilm requested a different image or something, but... I don't really know why they wouldn't put the original one on there. One other figure in this lineup that I think they need to read, I would like another crack at, is Nine Nun. At some point over the years, somebody in the licensing department thought that Celestins were really short, 
even though in the movie you see them walking around in the background and they're clearly just regular height humans in costumes. Right. But in the close-ups of the Millennium Falcon with Lando, Nine Nun is a puppet, so he, maybe he's a little smaller. But I think it was a Legends book or something that described them as mousy. Um, and so they made the 2012 figure really short. But they made the Force Awakens figure accurate height. So that is one. I wouldn't mind seeing it another. Let's take another crack at Sure. The rest of them are pretty good. Like Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight is an example of a figure that it uses the old 2012 tooling, but they gave him new hands, a new head, and a new cloak. And that figure to me is pretty much perfect now. And so that shows with some of these figures, they don't need to do a complete head-to-toe retool, resculpt, but they can just add, you know, a few new parts here and there to really make it definitive, which they kind of did that for the indoor Leia by giving her a new head and some new accessories. But, you know, it would have been nice to get a little more articulation into her. It helps when the base figure is almost there itself right. mm-hmm. yeah so some of these like they could do a different version of the indoor rebel commando maybe they did two uh, in vintage collection two different heads Correct. but um it's a slightly different like this guy has the trench coat the one in the vintage line has more of a jumpsuit sort of situation yeah i'd love the one the one with the trench coat that'd be cool because the the 98 one has more of the um the jumpsuit thing but uh right so these are all great figures. yeah i think they're doing a really good job with uh, return of the jedi overall one of the figures that was updated before vintage collection proper was the Biker Scout, who came out in 2006 in the Saga collection. Um, and they have since added additional articulation like uh, ball joint hips and I believe a head that can move up a little more. The one that came with the uh, speeder bike, the Toys R Us in, what, 2012? Yeah. Is that one super articulated enough to be definitive? I would say, well, they repacked that one into the 2013 Black Series line, the wide release one before it was Walmart exclusive. In my opinion, it's very, very good. Um, they could probably do another head-to-toe resculpt on that guy. The one thing that bo- that bothers me about it is his shoulder joints are black, so it kind of messes with the shoulder armor, which is white otherwise. It's like his armpits look great, but his shoulders not so much. Uh, that's another figure that is, I think it would be worth Hasbro's wa- uh, while to, you know, update that figure maybe with new arms or, you mm-hmm. know, repack it. Or if they wanted to do a complete head-to-toe resculpt uh, and, you know, do a new one because... Look at the Mandalorian. The scout troopers are also a huge thing in current media now, too. And it's a trooper. It's an army builder. You can repaint, redeco uh, that sculpt. If you make it once, you can use it for the next 10 years Yeah, uh, for many things. And nobody's really going to complain too much about it. Yeah. We need our Jason Sudeikis trooper from Mandalorian. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's That'd another, be a fun little really, Easter egg uh, head sculpt to put underneath yeah. as a Jason Sudeikis <laughs> and uh, an Adam Pally uh uh, head I love that. <laughs> they really need to get his speeder bike out too, because the 2012 bike is pretty much definitive. I'd say. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, so they can do the brown version from Jedi. They can do um, Stas Ali actually rides one in Revenge of the Sith, even though they put her, they only released her um, the bark speeder for that, right? Which is a little different. Um, and then they could do the white version, white gray version for Mandalorian, which also kind of matches the Kinner version a little bit more closely. As we discussed last week, there were a few figures that. I mean, Kenner would repack all their figures into the new line back in the day, or, or most of them anyway. Yep. Um, and sometimes they would change the card art. Yes. They've updated two of those figures in Vintage Collection. One in 2012, which was Darth Vader, which had a Death Star hanger card, which was, I love that card. And in Vintage, they added the um, the Emperor's Wrath lightning accessory on there. And then this year, they're doing Boba Fett on the Tatooine uh, Sail Barge Blue Sky card. Um, and suppose... And, they're going to be changing that, so there's going to be two versions of that to track down, which is going to be fun to get those. So we've got seven more to go, seven alternate cards to go, right? Oh, yeah. So you want to run those down? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so we've got Luke, Farm Boy Luke, came on a, a gunner. It's called Luke Gunner card because it's a picture of him in the uh, Falcons gunner pod. Uh, you've got Obi-Wan with this, the proper blue lightsaber kind of facing toward the, the lens. Uh, you've got Han Solo um, vest, or New Hope Solo. And then you've got Chewie with the photo art from Return of the Jedi, which I, I love that card. I love that, that Chewie art. Uh, and then you've got Yoda uh, facing the other direction, and he, he was released on the Jedi card in that art. And then you've got uh, Luke and Leia both in their Bespin outfits uh, that the, the card change happened on their Empire card. Yeah, we spoke a little bit about these last week, but um, so the, yeah, I think the only ones they've updated were Vader and Boba. Yeah, you know, Luke Bespin's, Luke Bespin's been released, what, three times? Yeah. Between VOTC or v, VTSC? And, yeah, 2007, 2010, and then 2020 again. Yeah, so missed opportunity there. They could have put one of those versions out with the alt photo. You know, Bespin Leia, you know, that that was a harder to come by vintage VC figure. I, I would love her to be carry forward in a fan channel with, with the new art. A Carrie Fisher carry forward. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a whole wave of carries. Yeah, so. yeah you know, yeah, Chewy, Chewy for, um, you know, if, if they do a return on the Jedi 40, you know, we didn't get one for ESB, but that would be a great card art to to throw out there. Yeah, we were discussing whether or not to have just the the basic uh, figures on those cards, or if they should update them in some way. Like Vader, it, it's not just a regular Darth Vader; it's you know the Emperor's Wrath version. Right. Boba Fett matches the Return of the Jedi. Right. Um, look, obviously, like for Chewbacca for Return of the Jedi, I wouldn't mind if he came with the um, the little dead animal that triggers the Ewok trap. That'd be cool. It'd be kind of gross, but I think it'd be kind of fun thing to add. Yeah, which we've never seen before. Yeah, Luke, could, you could put a headset in there or the um, his training remote yeah. or, or something like that, something on the Falcon for sure. Because yeah, because we haven't had a, a Falcon Gunner Luke since the um, the Gunner Station in 1998. <laughs> that long ago. Yeah, so Han and Chewie have both gotten their uh, Millennium Falcon headgear. I was just gonna say on, on the the 96 for Return of the Jedi. I think the Biker Scout is the only um, VOTC or VTSC figure from Return of Jedi, right? That needs to be made yeah so yeah leia was in that category until a few weeks ago when they announced her as well right yeah because if you're a card collector you know they're on the card but they're not in the vintage collection proper for the openers it's not uh, quite up to the standards of today necessarily but um for and then so for the figures that have never had their card updated for jedi there's two that are rumored for this year um the emperor as he's called on the card back palpatine as you know him darth sidious to his closest friends (laughs) um he's rumored to come out this year and i'm super excited about that one Mm -hmm. Because the five POA one from a couple years ago is maybe the best one we have. I like it. But, you know, he's got the, the T crotch, which I'm not a fan of. And he can't sit can't in the sit. throne. He, yeah. He can't shoot lightning. He can't do a whole lot. Yeah. But the sculpt is there. How would you like to see that figure handled? Like, Evan, would you like to see uh, plastic robes or so that they can sculpt it a little bit more nicely? Would you like to see soft good robes so they can sit and do more? I... So I struggle with, you know, uh, soft goods is not always my favorite at the three and three quarter inch um, uh, scale. I know Tyler is a soft goods ride or die uh, guy, but for me, there's so many times it's just not convincing. uh, And but with modern technology, though, I think they're able to get closer to that. Uh, The most recent Luke Jedi Knight uh, cloak that they did in 2019, 2020 is incredible. The hood sits the way it's supposed to. so I have more faith going forward with that. I think Palpatine should absolutely come with a soft goods robe. Uh, and at the very least below the waist should be soft goods. 
so he can sit if they, uh, you know, maybe treat us to a, a throne room playset with maybe a pack in Similu. I don't know. Oh my god! Oh my god! So I don't know. I I, I would definitely prefer, but since I have the sculpted plastic five POA one, I don't need that in a vintage collection release. I want one that can do all the poses, that can sit in all the places that he, you know, is infamous for sitting. Yes. Yeah, soft goods all the way. I, I like what they did in the Legacy Collection on the sort of Empire Strikes Back, the monkey phase version where he had a plastic hood that was removable and then the rest of him was soft goods because some of the like the Revenge of the Sith era they did that on a couple on um, the vintage Darth Sidious as well um, both the um, episode one and episode three versions yeah I, I do not like the mix of soft and plastic so for example the uh, the, the Zuckus um, from VC and the Legacy Collection where you've got molded up top and yeah it's like he's wearing a dress on the bottom yeah and same with same with Tarkin. Like he's it looks like he's wearing a skirt. And and I get it for, for posability and being able to sit. I get it, but aesthetically it, it looks horrible. And like the new Darth Vader, the Rogue One figure that they just put out. It's a good figure, but because it has the cloth cape, right? But yep. the inner cape they updated mm-hmm. to plastic, and it's just a weird mix. I don't always think that soft goods scales super well. When when done well, it's great, like on the Luke figure. Um correct. But a lot of the times, especially with black fabric, I don't know why they really go overboard. Like on Vader's cape is always like three times as big as it needs to be. Right. If they can do it right, soft goods all the way. But if it looks more like just a, a tarp over the figure, then... I mean, speaking of tarps over the figure, I just got the Peasant Anakin figure, the repack. Oh, yeah? The original the original one, it has like more... You can see the holes between the stitching a little bit more. Mm. And the new one is um, much more sturdy. And I think that looks good. I mean, it's it's supposed to be a giant thing that drapes over him. So that works. But, you know, for the more dynamic stuff like Palpatine's robes, I've seen a lot of customizers that do great stuff. And like Tyler's posted a lot of really good stuff on the SWTVC podcast and Evan on the um, Instagram page. Tyler's posted a lot of good stuff on the Instagram page. And Evan, I know that you've gotten some great um, Anakin and Obi-Wan robes from customizers. Yeah, uh, OT Customs in particular, I got the three and three quarter inch Jedi robes kind of helped me get a definitive for now Revenge of the Sith Anakin Mm -hmm. and Obi-Wan that I'm happy with. Even then, I, I got him before he updated his his style for how he does those. I think he does have, uh, I think he changed the cut on them a little bit. And I'm, I think some of them have wire options now. Yeah. Uh, I I'm, I apologize to him if he listens to this and I got this wrong. <laughs> but uh, I was, I've, I'm very impressed with the ones that I got from him. And any improvements to that, I think is just icing on the Because the, the wired thing is interesting because they did that on a few figures maybe eight or nine years ago. I think, did Darth Malgus have it? I know that Darth Malabal, the squid head... Sith Lord had it. Mm-hmm. I believe that was his name. Um, yeah. And I like that because it adds more dynamic posing to soft goods. So it's not just kind of draping in the back. You don't just have to stuff it behind them to make it look good. So yeah, excited to see what they do with Palpatine this year. Tebow is another one that's rumored for a re-release this year, according to uh, Jason on Yak Face's Instagram story. Right. Um, and Tebow was the last release also on the same body that we're getting Pop Blue on. In the 2012 Ewok pack, yep. which was great, and because in the movie he wears two different headdresses, so or one has the um, it's more like a, a necklace with like bones on right. it, and the other the other one is more of a continuation of his hood that goes, it's like a collar situation, mm-hmm. um, and that pack had both of them. So now, frankly, I'm excited to be able to display them both ways, and I think that if they do it right, they can get the fur going really nicely with the photo reel stuff. 
Because some on the original one, it just kind of looks like a big streaking glob of paint on his face. Well, they they had another head that they had made too, right? That didn't yep. get released. Yep. So it would be nice. Yeah, because yeah, definitely. Because on the on the box art, he has his more angry face because he's kind of like a, a hunter of the tribe or whatever. And then the final version just used the low gray head again. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. just a little nicer. He's a little cuddlier. He's a little cuter. He's a little sweeter. Right. But give me the other head. <laughs> yeah, we need the angry head now. So I mean, I don't know if they tooled it back in the day, but it would be really nice to get that now. There's six other figures on Return of the Jedi cards that haven't been updated on the Vintage Collection, which are Bib Fortuna, 8D8, Tessic or Squidhead, Malakili or the Ranker Keeper, General Maydeen, and Chief Chirpa. All of those have been made at some point by Hasbro in the modern line. Evan, as you said previously, Bib Fortuna really needs an update. You now you have multiple versions to choose from. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, watching The Mandalorian too, it's obvious that... Uh, uh... Favreau and Filoni are they grew up playing with the Kenner figures uh with all the little nods to uh, the figure or the character selection the things they use vehicle color designs and whatnot like I think you mentioned with the speeder bike uh kind of the the whitish kind of version in the Mandalorian matches the Kenner version a little more I think it would be great to get an update to a Bib Fortuna especially now you think about it he's been in uh you know two movies and uh, a cameo <laughs> to introduce a new show everybody's excited for. And he was one of the figures that in the vintage line, you probably have this Lando, but uh, he had the red robes version as well, correct? Uh, yeah, that was a Lily Letty Mexican okay. exclusive. I, I don't have a loose one of that. That's on my bucket list. That's a grail figure. <laughs> okay. Would you like to see a modern update to that or would you just prefer the, I mean, I'd prefer a regular version that, you know, Looks like the movie, obviously, but I think a red robe one could be a fun little uh, variant. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind exclusive it. Exclusive or something. Um, I, you know, yeah. I, I posted a month or two ago on the the Facebook group, uh, like a, a Bibolution three pack, right, with uh, episode one, episode <laughs> six, and Mando. Would I'd love that? But he can have Jabba waking up action for the yeah. pod race. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, another character that we just saw in the Mandalorian, also, or you know, similar, was eight D eight who you can also see at Galaxy's Edge cooking up some delicious uh, meats on a, a pod racer engine, which is very fun. But Because we got that figure in 1998 as well, and we'll talk about EV99 in a minute. I think that could definitely do with a complete upgrade. I, uh, I believe he shares the body with a BGJ38, yes. which is the BG for background droid, right. but they did that... They did that as a uh, Build-A-Droid in Legacy Collection. So I think they could probably take that body, don't you think, and just add a new head and yeah. call it a day? I think so. Is, new, uh, is the torso the same? Um, it might be different. The, the legs are for sure, right? And yeah, so there's a lot of uh, parts sharing they could do. Yeah. Oh, the torso is different. You're right. Yeah. So the legs are the same. Well, they got more work ahead of them than I thought they did. So, <laughs> um, And then Tessic Squidhead was made in Power of the Jedi in 2001, which I like the sculpting on that figure. And we've had plenty of uh, Quarren since then. He was in The Mandalorian, too, in, in that scene with Bib. Oh, was he? Yeah, Reese was in the background. And then yeah, yeah. Tessic was kind of in the foreground to the right. And he, oh, nice. he, he bolted as soon as uh, Fennec started shooting everybody. <laughs> Well, and then also it's another one of those things if they made a new or, you know, kick the dust off of a good uh, Quarren mm-hmm. sculpt. Yeah, it's another one you could get a lot of mileage out of. I know I keep saying mileage. Uh, they did the Clone Wars micro series one in 2008, the Quarren soldier, which I really like that figure, but he's very buff. So, you know, they could do a little soft goods uh, sweater for him so he could be the guy from Mandalorian. I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we really need a new one because the, the vintage... Tessic Squidhead also had a lot of soft goods. Yep, had a skirt and a cloak. They could do that again, but I don't think he needs to be too superposable. 
Um, one figure they could just update onto a card would be the Ranker Keeper, Malakili. He's not the most exciting figure. It's a shirtless guy. I don't know. He's one of my he, most. He pegwarm and pegwarmed in the legacy line, but it, it is one that I yeah. I buy in a heartbeat. You know. I wonder. Do you think that's one that maybe they could uh, put in a set or something? With, I don't need another. Maybe with Garen. Uh, yeah. And another from three, another three pack or something, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, similar to the skip cards pack where they're each individually carded and then sold as a set. Or get the ranker back out. Yeah. Because uh, I know I need one. I'm good on rancors, but for those that need them, let's get them out again. Yeah. I snoozed on them. A lot of them came out in my uh, collecting break, unfortunately. Because uh, there actually is a so. third ranker keeper. Um, I believe his name is Weeba Weeba. It's like, it's the same. Star Wars, folks. <laughs> I could be wrong on this, uh, and I probably am, but there's a third guy with Malakili and Giran, at least in some of the behind-the-scenes photos, who has the same puffy yellow uh, vertical striped um, vest, I guess you'd say, That's they could reuse for Velkin Tazeri. And some of the other Jabba's Palace skiff guards and goons and stuff. Clearly very thrilling even to <laughs> us. But, you know, if they want to do a three-pack with Malakili, Giran, and Weeba Weeba, I would not say no. Okay, I'm, I'm, would not. I'm pulling up Weeba Weeba. So, yeah, he shares, man, you could probably get three or four characters, figures out of that torso and legs, right? Yeah, because I think, yeah, they, they would reuse that costume a lot. Or maybe they made a few of them for Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But, but he, he appears throughout the palace and the sail barge and skiff. Yeah, yep. I don't know what the deal is with some of the human background characters from the original trilogy because I don't think they got the rights to them. We were talking about the Tonica sisters. Right. But um, some of them have said, yes, I'm ready to do it, but I don't know if they need to pay them royalties that they're just, you know, it's too much money for not enough payoff. Yep. General Maydeen is another one that's... So I love the story behind his beard in the movie. So supposedly the story goes that Kenner had started sculpting him with a beard because that's what he was supposed to have. Uh, but the actors showed up to set clean-shaven... And then, they, so that's why they had to create and have him wear that terribly, horribly fake-looking beard. That Attack of the Clones Obi-Wan style yes, beard. Yes, I was just going to say that. It's right up there with Obi-Wan's Episode 2 beard and Spirit Luke's Episode 9 hair of hair pieces that just do not work at all. <laughs> so they made an, a modern version in 2004 in the generic saga line, who was later repacked into the original trilogy collection. And that's a good figure, but he doesn't have knees or ankles or, you know, because we need General Medina to run around a whole lot. A lot of the other officers in the background wear that same outfit. Right. I mean, he looks like a McDonald's manager or something, but um, which which is fine. But he's just not the most exciting uh, outfit in the world. But you know, if they did a a home one playset, you know, a, a briefing room playset or something, you know, you could maximize that tooling and get a couple other officers out. Oh yeah, I'd like to see more of the um, Mon Calamari officers as well because they did a repaint in Power of the Jedi. But uh, now that they have the new Akbar. 10 years ago, Akbar mold, they could easily make it more tan, you know? Yeah. Um, so the last one in the Return of the Jedi line is Chief Chirpa, who they did a saga collection figure in 2006. But now that it seems like a lot of the Ewoks are, are being updated into the line. We got Wicket last year again, and we're getting Poplu and perhaps Tebow this year. So it seems like they're, they've got to focus on bringing the 96 Ewoks in. With all the Ewoks coming out, I'm almost wondering if in 2023, are we getting a uh, uh, Ewok Village playset? Oh my gosh, be still my heart. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, because that'd be another good one that could be a modular, you know? You could have like one trunk with a, a little thing around it and a little house, and uh, you could connect them and have him walk C-3PO on his throne across the bridge. That would be awesome. I, I actually was kind of joking when I brought it up, but man, I actually would love an Ewok Village <laughs> uh, modular set, kind of like the the Tantaviv set, but one, maybe like have a couple different 
versions out. So one comes with this Ewok, one comes with a C-3PO yeah. and Throne. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, buy two, connect them, buy four, make a variety. They and, can finally do Leia in her uh, Ewok gown again for the yeah. first time since the 90s. Hasbro, yeah. you have time for the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Get ahead of it. <laughs> yeah, come, let's do it. All right, so we've come to the end of the carded Return of the Jedi figures. So let's take a break for now. Dance with some Ewoks, light your funeral pyres, convene with the spirits of your mentors, do whatever you gotta do. But be sure to come back next episode as we wrap up our look at the original 96 with our guest Lando Griffin. Thank you to Lando Griffin for being our guest this week. Be sure to find him in the fantastic Star Wars The Vintage Collection Facebook group or follow him on Instagram at Lando underscore Griffin 1212. While you're on Instagram, check us out at SWTVC for more news, updates, and to check out our Finish the 96 coverage. As always, if you haven't subscribed to or rated the podcast on your preferred podcast provider, please consider doing so. We would appreciate it. May the force be with you, and hashtag finish the 96.